Do you love movies? Do you love TV? Do you love when people give their opinions about your favorite movies and TV shows? Then you'll love Nadie and Katie and the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Nady and Katie at the Movies. I'm your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nady, of course. And with me, as always, on this journey of movies and TV is Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm good, but I think I just burnt my finger on my chicken tikka masala. Ow. Trying to say that five times fast. <laughs> Have you ever had chicken tikka masala? Uh, probably. I just didn't know that's what it was called. There, I feel like butter chicken is the popular one. It's delicious. Uh, frozen Indian food is a, is a sort a weak spot of mine. So listeners, if you ever want to send some fan mail, I don't know how you could get frozen Indian food to me easily, but I do love it. Obviously, we're not going to broadcast our addresses on the podcast. So send us a direct message on Instagram or Facebook. Or Twitter. And, yeah, or if you just want a Christmas card from us. I don't mind, you know, I want to I want to exchange Christmas cards. Yeah, we should do Christmas cards. We should so do Christmas cards. Oh my gosh. Love it. If you want a Christmas card from us, send us your address. Yeah, because when this episode comes out, it'll be after Thanksgiving. So hopefully everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I know my wife and I had two Thanksgivings. And I'm assuming, because this is the day before Thanksgiving that we're recording, I'm assuming I'm stuffed now with all the food that I ate. Right. And I, for like the fifth time and fifth year in a row, am spending Thanksgiving alone because my husband is working. But this time I'm not alone, actually. This will be the first year where I have another family member with me, my son. But now now I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of sad. Well, I'm not, I've not been alone the whole time. It's like, I've always got good friends and neighbors this year. Some lady from my church that like, I've never even met invited me over to hang out. So people are awesome. People, people are a lot more giving than we give credit for. I like how you assumed I, I was sad because of, you know, you being by yourself. No, I'm sad because we've reached the end of the infinity saga (laughs) and I mean, I guess oh. that you have to spend Thanksgiving by yourself. I, I guess so. Um, but that's not what I was talking about. I was talking about the Avengers Endgame. That that was our homework assignment. And I'm just going to be upfront and honest with our listeners. I uh, I cried like a like a little baby. Not even like you know, little single teardrop. No, it was borderline sobbing by the end of this film. Oh, it got me. And it's, it's weird because I didn't cry the first time I saw it in theaters, but I think it's because of, you know, the chronological order and investing in the characters and yeah, it got me good. Got I, I me. feel like that makes sense. It, it means you get a lot more attached to the people in the storyline when you've gone through this journey with us. Um, would you like to me to give a brief synopsis and then we'll get right into the movie? It's a good movie and it's a long movie. It's yeah, I don't know how long. brief you can be with the synopsis because a lot happens. Obviously, it's the second part of the Avengers ending. We did Infinity War and now it's an uh, endgame. So, Katie, take it away. Yeah, I-, I could either go 
extremely brief or it could take me a while. Um, but remember the last movie we watched, we had a Thanos snap, half the population of, of the world and possibly of the whole universe goes away, just gets turned into dust. So we don't 100% know if they've died. We just know they're gone. Um, and I'm pretty sure at that point we know Vision, he didn't get dusted. He straight up died because they took the stone from him. So we we have one official casualty Vision. We also had a casualty of Loki. But this one, the basic synopsis would be we've discovered, we see all the Avengers that are remaining that are trying to live their life that kind of goes to America trying to like cope with the fact that half of the world is gone. They have memorials set up and um, lo and behold, the Avengers realize this is like five years later that there might be a way to go back and fix the snap. And they do that because Ant-Man actually comes back out of the quantum realm where he had been during the snap. So he sort of avoided the snap. And he believes if you go into the quantum realm, you can kind of bypass time, go back essentially in what he's calling a time machine and unsnap the snap um, or, or figure out how to get the infinity stones. So the whole movie is just all the Avengers trying to get the stones back away from Thanos. And we get to see all of this happen. And you think you're going to, you know, you think the movie's going to end with, oh, they stopped the snap and everybody comes back. Well, that happens like at hour two and you still have another hour of the movie. So you're like, wait, what's about to happen? So they succeed. They get everybody back. Yay. The snap is over. But Thanos finds out about the plan as in like back in the past Thanos. So he comes and tries to essentially re-snap the unsnap. Um, so you, the movie ends with a giant <laughs> Nathan's giving me a weird look, he tries to snap the unsnap after it's been snapped, you know? So the whole end of the movie is this absolutely epic, every character you have met in the movies, not the TV show, I will say every single movie character in the Marvel universe shows up on the scene to battle Thanos and his army. So it's extremely epic. That's that made me cry. That's actually the first part I cried in was when Captain America like turns around and just every person keeps showing up and you're just like, gave me chills. Um, and they do defeat Thanos. And so the movie does end with a sad part. There's still some people that leave. Um, Iron Man actually gives himself up and dies. Um, but he dies knowing that he saved all these people. And then Captain America doesn't die, but he decides to go back in time to be with his love, Agent Carter. So that's kind of a sad moment too. Um, but the movie ends on a, on a good note. There's not necessarily a big cliffhanger, but it all gets wrapped up. They fix the snap, Thanos dies, and everybody's happy. Did I miss anything major? Well, you kind of confused me when you said that they did the snap and everyone came back. Because what happened is they try to figure out who's the person that can handle the power of the Infinity Stones. And so they think it could be the Hulk. And so they make this Iron Man glove that can fit around the Hulk's hand because, you know, he has Hulk hands. And he does the snap and a few people come back. I think Hawkeye's yeah, like, wife comes back and... And birds. Yeah, birds. They see birds. Well, see, see that's birds. what I mean. They They came back. But, but Thanos comes on the scene so quickly that they don't even know it's happened. Yeah. And so maybe that explains how Doctor Strange 
could do the the stuff that he does at the end to bring everyone back. I don't know. So they think when Hulk does the snap, his snap, they think everything's back to normal. And then past Nebula shows Thanos what's going on by using present Nebula to do like a projector thing. And it's kind of like Star Wars, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope kind of thing. So they see yeah. like bits and pieces of the future in the past. And that's when we get to see past Gamora because we're like, mm-hmm. oh, we're not in Infinity War. Well, now there's past Gamora and there's, you know, a lot of comedic moments with that because Quill comes back and he thinks it's his Gamora at first. And then obviously it's not. And I, I never quite understood. So after they like after they defeat Thanos and they basically in Iron Man, the, what kills him is he does a snap that deletes and d- turns to dust all of Thanos and his army. So, like, did past Gamora count in that? I mean, how did how did Iron Man in his snap distinguish between? Because Gamora shows up, past Gamora shows up because she's with her dad Thanos. So I'm just confused. Does past Gamora live or or not? Because she's not standing at the very end of the movie when they have the funeral. She's not standing with all those characters. Well, she she wouldn't be because she doesn't pass Gamora doesn't know those characters yet. So she wouldn't be there. And at the end of the whole thing, you see that Thor is teaming up with the Guardians of the Galaxy to go around the universe. And what is Quill looking at on his screen? A picture of Pas Gamora saying, searching. Because he's searching for her. So that's probably what's going to happen a little bit in Thor and Love and Thunder and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, all the future stuff that's going to be happening. That's kind of how it ends. It doesn't end with a cliffhanger, but it does end with you knowing that more things are going to be happening. And there is no post credit scene, which I kind of like. Oh, so sad. I like that there wasn't post credit scene, but at the very end, you do hear... Uh, the sound of Tony hitting metal. And I think that was just in honor of, I think this was like 10 years of Marvel movies up to this point. So it was kind of like a anniversary gift Easter egg kind of thing. So I like that there wasn't a post credit scene because in all honesty, uh, that, that would have been a really good way just to end everything if they wanted to end everything there. But of course, Marvel is continuing with projects and they have a lot of stuff coming out soon, but let's talk about the things we liked and the things we didn't like about Avengers Endgame. I'll begin. I love this entire movie. I don't think there was anything I did not like. And yes, it is about a little over three hours and I didn't care that it was that long. I, I just, I loved it because, again, you we've invest, invested so much time in these characters. I cared about each and every one. I just loved the acting in it. I think Robert Downey Jr. is just brilliant as Iron Man. And uh, he did come out later and say that he officially is done with Marvel. So that's kind of sad because, like I said, he was he was brilliant. I think Chris Evans said the same thing even though i've also heard rumors that he could be coming back i don't know 
yeah, I can't think of anything I didn't like. I, I really can't. Katie, what, well, what are your thoughts? I would say the three hours is probably my only negative. That's a long time. I actually had to watch it in parts. Like I didn't have time to just like sit in one good chunk to watch it in three hours. But I will say this is a positive to have a three hour movie where there's not really any lulls. Like there wasn't a moment where you're like, gosh, that part sort of dragged on um, is impressive. And I do think it's because like I mentioned in the synopsis, you sort of had two different story, you know, you had two different problems. So I love that they solved the problem halfway through the movie. Um, and then you have the new, you know, introducing Thanos who finds out about this and then comes back and they have to defeat him. I already mentioned it because that's where I first started crying, but just the scene at the end where they collect all of the, every character is just absolutely epic. I think they did an amazing job of highlighting all the Avengers that were remaining. So like the bulk of the movie, you obviously don't have anyone that was lost during the snap. So like you don't have Black Panther, you don't have Quill, you don't have Peter um, Spider-Man, you don't have Doctor Strange or any of the Gardens of the Galaxy people. But I thought they had, everybody got to play a big part. Hawkeye actually, I really liked in this movie. I mean, they had him play a pretty big role and I don't, I didn't feel like he was like, ugh, Hawkeye. I thought he did great. I love what they did with his character. I have something you might not like because just character wise, how did you feel about Captain Marvel? So, you know, there's this giant army and they build it all up and then Captain Marvel comes by herself and just defeats half the army by herself. <laughs> what did you think about her? Yeah. So again, theatrical release wise, Captain Marvel came out before Avengers Endgame. We talked about this before. So I'll kind of be brief about it. They really hyped up the fact that she was going to be the answer to the problem that the Avengers were dealing with during Infinity War. And then she saves Tony at the beginning of Endgame. And then she says, you won't see me again for a while. And so she leaves. And then she doesn't come back until the big battle. And yes, while taking down that ship was a good thing for her to do. I just think they played up the character too much. She didn't do enough for me to be like, they were right. They really needed her. He stopped him from snapping though. Remember he was like about to snap and she like man grips his hand open. Yeah. And then he throws her away like a ragdoll. Um, (laughs) My example is my new favorite character, Scarlet Witch, who literally almost took him down. And the only reason he he got the upper hand is because he said rain down fire and that's they when like they had started to shooting. start shooting with those cannons on the spaceship. So mm-hmm. I'm like, Scarlet Witch probably could have single-handedly taken out Thanos. And I love the part where she's like, you know, and she's about to defeat him. And he goes, he says something like, I don't even know who you are. And she's like, well, you're I don't even know your name. And she's like, well, you're going to. So, like, oh, that was such a good line. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I just think they overplayed Captain Marvel. I guess that would yeah. be the only minuscule negative. Here's the thing. You could almost spin that to be a positive. So I think it's a negative. I didn't like her character. I didn't feel like she was helpful. But I wonder, and I didn't do research on this, but I wonder if they had planned on her playing a much larger role and after the feedback 
from Captain Marvel if they were like, mm, we kind of said she's going to be involved, so we have to involve her, but we're just going to tack her in at the end. Because in my mind, they could have and should have. Once they introduced her, she should have been part of this whole, the whole movie, right? Like, why does she just literally show up the last five minutes? Like that just, to me, proves that the writers were like, we're going to put her, we have to put her because we said we would, but like, we don't want her in any of the rest of our movie. So we're just going to stick her right here in the end. Well, and the fact that she comes in at the beginning and said, like, start, walks away and they're like, what are you, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going to go kill Thanos. I'm like, you just got here. Okay. Just, I don't, I just don't like the way she plays the character. I just don't. Yeah. I think it's not, not that good. Um, okay. I'm curious. So yeah, I, I'm like you, there's just too much good stuff. It's a great fight scenes, great emotional scene. Like it was not just fight. You had romance, you had action, you had good, like dramatic emotional moments, but when did you cry? I'm curious. So I cried, uh, during the like happy tears when all the people showed up and then I cried again when Tony died. So when was your crying? Yeah, I cried. I cried when Tony died. And well, he's one of your favorite characters. Well, and I, I didn't I didn't pick it up until I watched it this time. At the beginning of the movie, he's trying to at first he's like hesitant to help with the time travel stuff because he he's married to Pepper. They have a daughter. So he's hesitant. And then he figures out because he's Tony. So he has to see if he can at least attempt it. And he figures out that he can. And he still tells Pepper that he's like, you know what, I could just. I could just give it up. I could just say no. And she says, but you won't be able to rest. And then at the end of the movie, while he's dying, Pepper says, it's okay. We'll be okay. You can rest now. And <laughs> that just wrecked you. <laughs> and then That's I said, a good line. That's a good line. And then the other, the other part that got me was when the, he, he does the hologram and he's talking to his daughter. Yes. And then he says, I love you. I'm like, I love you. I love you 3000. I'm like, oh my gosh, they got me good. Uh, but one thing we forgot to talk about is uh, what an interesting thing they did with Thor. So at the beginning of the movie, they take out Thanos really quickly and then they jump five years. So during this whole time, Thor basically goes through PTSD and secludes himself and separates himself from everybody. And what could have, and I think was trying to be played for laughs, they kind of did a really good job at balancing it, though. Because when you see Thor after five years, he's overweight. He kind of looks like a surfer dude. He has his hair grown out. And, you know, again, when you first see it, you, people laughed. But I think, and this says a lot about Chris Hemsworth, too. I think he played it extremely well because he was able to balance the silliness of the moment, but also let you see that Thor was dealing with some stuff. And even going back in time and seeing his mom again, like kind of finding closure with that. I think that he, they just did a really good job with that. And I think if we had, if we were going to skip that, I think it would be kind of disservice to his acting. Cause I think he did a superb job. With that, and I think the one of the best parts is when he sees his mom and he reaches out and the, his hammer, which had been destroyed previously, but, but but because they're in the past, his hammer still comes to him, and he says, "I'm still worthy." And I think that that was like a big moment that that 
didn't make me cry, but it was a cool line because it showed that even though he had gone through all this stuff and he was beating himself over it, mm-hmm. it, it still showed that he was still worthy of, of the power that was given to him. So I, I thought that was a cool thing that Marvel did. Speaking yeah. Oh. Of another, uh, speaking of the hammer, though, another thing I was just thinking. Marvel did was when the epic battle is about to start and the hammer comes out of nowhere and freaking Captain America yes. is holding the hammer. I remember seeing this in theaters, okay? It was like opening night or the day after opening, whatever. The audience went crazy. Audience went absolutely nuts. Thor, Thor was like, I knew it because going back to when they were all trying to pick up his hammer and think age of and it like it starts like wiggling a little bit yeah when, like, <laughs> and it makes him nervous knew it and then he uses it for like a lot of the battle like just keeps using the hammer dude the the battle scene is so stinking epic how about the part okay i'm sorry we could have ran about this for, forever i think if i had to say my favorite part of that whole sequence was they're trying to get the mat the um glove to safety they're trying to get it into the time machine to get rid of it and peter parker spider-man is like, all right, I'm going to try to protect it because Hawkeye's like, what do you want me to do with this glove? And then he's like, hands off Spider-Man. But there's this whole sequence where like he keeps, they keep passing Spider-Man off to like different uh, Avengers. And I just think it's so cool. That's how they did such a great job of highlighting everyone's skill. So it was just like, he kept getting like thrown around to all the various characters. Uh, I also loved as a woman, of course, Captain Marvel shows up. She's like, all right, I got to get the glove down to such and such. And then they're like, how are you going to do that? And she goes, I won't be by myself. And like every female Avenger, like all kind of like surrounds her. So I love that they like made a highlight of like, it's the chick squad. There's a lot of people that felt like it was kind of shoehorned in there. Like, hey, let's just have like a split second. Not saying I like anything wrong with it. I don't want people listening to be like, Nadie's a sexist. I'm not. But a lot of people thought it was kind of like a forced little five second thing well i liked it you know what makes me feel terrible because she's actually one of my favorite characters didn't mention the fact that black widow dies oops yeah and and you know what i I, here's why is interestingly i i love her character i did not like her movie um but i really liked her character a lot and she i love that they had her taking a lead role in the beginning of the movie but i don't know what it was I like did not, I expected to get emotional when she died, but I didn't. And I sort of like didn't get emotional at the end when they like recapped it. Yeah. I I found myself not getting emotional. I do remember in theaters though, getting upset that she was the one who died. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Instead of a Up until that point, (laughs) almost every time they have a moment where you're thinking Hawkeye is going to die. They did it in Avengers, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Yep. They, yep. they hinted strong in that movie. They didn't really hint as much in this one. But I'm thinking this whole time, I'm like, oh, now they're going to kill him off because they didn't do it in, in Age of Ultron. Yeah. And they had to finally die. To. He's going to die. He's going to die. He's going to sacrifice himself and his family is going to be super proud of him. And then, no, it was it was Black <laughs> Widow. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know why I didn't, didn't want to kill him. I don't, I don't. Maybe it's. And, you know, this is a a thing on Marvel. Maybe they just, it's really hard to get sad when people die sometimes because you just, like, they somehow don't die. But I I think they did a great job with Iron Man, like, the way they did that. I mean, it was very clear 
that he's not coming back. Sometimes, you know, you throw her down the well and you're like, oh, she'll, they'll do something and she'll come back. Well, and now the rumor is that because of the whole lawsuit got settled and everything, that Scarlett Johansson is going to come back, but it may not be as Black Widow. She could be Black Panther. Too soon, Katie. Too soon. Um, All right. What's your rating out of six Infinity Stones? I'm pretty sure I already said it when we did Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something, some episodes back. I got to give this a perfect six. Uh, To me, it's it's a six. I don't even care about stupid Captain Marvel. I ignored her because she basically didn't really do much in my Yeah, And like I said, maybe... But it's a positive that she didn't play a bigger role. I'm going to give it a six too. Let's just, let's just do it. Perfect six. Marvel. You did it. You done did it. And I, I and that's, and that's the Marvel cinematic. Un- no, it's not because there's more, there's more after this. Oh, we still have homework. Yeah, we have homework. We're, we're not going to be done anytime soon. Even, even when we catch up with this list and we move on to something else, we're still going to review a Marvel movie every now and then and a Marvel TV show. But anyway, so, homework for next week is a twofer. That's right, a double TV series feature Loki and What If. That's right, we're taking on two shows because now we're no longer watching anything on Netflix or Hulu or all those other places. Everything from now on will be on Disney Plus, which is not a sponsor of this show. And a good thing about their TV shows, though, they're not that long. I think Loki is like six episodes and what if is only nine. So that's why we're taking on both for one episode. So if you're following along, watch Loki season one and what if season one as well. My ending quote is you can rest now. Niagara fools. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you wish for us to watch, you can contact us at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.